Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to episode 253 of the Weekly Exchange. This week, we're going to be talking about Civilization VI, Planetfall, Alliance of the Sacred Suns, the new Endless Space II expansion, and much more. So stay tuned. Hey Rob, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, Nate. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing well myself. It's actually, it's been a four-day weekend for me, so we're day two in four days, and I'm enjoying nice. some time off. Uh-huh, so you're fighting off the hurricane? Yeah, it, it just sort of skated by us, which I'm totally good with. I was hoping for a little bit of rain, but we didn't really get much of that. We just got a bunch of wind, and I, I guess we made it out, so we're good. Mm. It's headed in my direction. It's sitting off the coast, and doing something so far it hasn't affected us too much i mean like you we've had lots of wind a little bit of rain but we'll see it usually gets exciting at night <laughs> yeah exciting that's a good word for it <laughs> yeah, well I, I could use some other euphemisms but exciting <laughs> is just a lot nicer i think yeah absolutely so, so. there was a, a few things that happened this week in forex and strategy game news why don't we yes. start off yeah why don't we yeah let's talk about civ 6 so they started talking about the September update and they have not released as of yet, as of recording, they have not released a full change log, you know, like the patch notes and whatnot, but they made a video that's, we'll have it linked in the notes. That's like, I don't know, just under six minutes, if I remember correctly. And in it, you have the main uh, producer talking about some of the changes that they're making, their new additional new map types. Uh, they're doing changes to some of the changes that they're doing. Actually, I like like they're strengthening cities that are coastal and they're uh, one of the issues that Civ games tend to have is that um, issues with like stuff that's going on on the water and the open water. So they are kind of making the admirals more unique. And it almost feels like they're making them into heroes because as it is right now, they, you don't really have heroes. I mean, you'll have generals, you'll have great engineers, scientists, musicians, you know, things of that nature, admirals, but you don't have heroes per se. And now with what they're doing with admirals, they feel more unique. They feel like they got more character, which is, and they're trying to make it a little bit more historically accurate, which is really cool. And another major thing. So there's of course the balance stuff that they're making and whatnot. But again, we won't see the full list of that until they release that change log. But the, one of the main things they talked about is changes to multiplayer and to start positions and to just making it more, uh, balanced and like with additional specific to multiplayer types of maps. Now, myself, I don't multiplayer. I I hardly have any time to single player, much less try to coordinate with anybody for multiplayer. But I know some people that do multiplayer and they seem to be pretty happy about this. But everybody who I know that likes to play the single player doesn't particularly care. So I, I can't really add anything. Have you tried so six multiplayer? I haven't tried multiplayer for any game in years. So no, mm. no, I have not. So you're in my boat then. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not a multiplayer player at all. I just, you know, you're right. Because it's hard to, not only is it hard to organize, but it's hard to come back to. And I just, nah, you're right. My time is so limited that when I'm playing, it's in bits and pieces. And I don't have time to, to try to organize something like that. Yeah, especially in a 4X, something... I mean, I, I can imagine if it's a game that's really fast, you might be able to get away with it. But typically, a 4X is anything but fast. And they have stuff like hot seat and things like that. I don't even have time for that because I can't guarantee that I will have 
an hour to play a week and people are like, Hey man, you should make an hour to play. And it's like, uh, I try, believe you me. But sometimes I get like five minutes or 20 minutes. Sometimes I get six hours, but again, that, you know, it's a, the six hour thing has been pretty rare this year, but you know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I remember the last time I actually played multiplayer was star ruler too. So I don't know, it was like four years ago. And it was actually with some of the devs, so I got crushed. But yeah, that was the last time I played a multiplayer <laughs> flex game. Been a long time. I, I think it was. I think it was. I think you were also playing with. Um, we have a video of you playing with two other people, and I was kind of moderating on on Twitch, and we had a whole chat thing going. Yeah, and that was one of the devs. One of the devs oh, and yes. another one of one of the explorators too. So. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the last time. That was, there's video proof of the last time I played multiplayer. So it was Pinback. That's who you were playing. Yeah, with. it might have been. Yeah, good old Pinback. Uh-huh. Silly guy. Yeah. Well, you know, and I honestly think that it's, I'm super excited for this because I think Civilization Six. We've talked about it. Civilization Six uh-huh. is really starting to shape up. I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm so happy to see their their continued you know feedback or I'm sorry continued support through feedback on Civilization Six, because I feel like, you know, they could have moved on to seven by now, and it sounds like they're not really ready to. So, and I like that. I really feel that Fraxis has learned from some of their past mistakes where they've kind of picked up, I mean, like Beyond Earth being prime example number one, but, you know. Recent example. Yeah. and it, or recent enough. God, could you imagine if they had just spent some time on it, like they are with <sighs> Civilization Six? I really think Beyond Earth could have been a great game. I agree. But yeah, so it's just good to see, and I think you know, like with you, some of the changes they've already hinted at are great changes. So I'm excited to see what what the uh, change log looks like. Exactly, exactly, same here. So all right, so why don't you tell us about Planetfall? Planetfall, my game of the year so far. So they've been really hard at work. I mean, I since the launch, they haven't really stopped. They posted r- the Raptor patch, the Velociraptor patch, which did a lot of like sort of quick mm-hmm. fixes to mm-hmm. some of the balance issues and stuff like that. And then now they have the Ankylosaurus patch, which I, I honestly I love their naming for patches. This is, this is they could go on forever. Like the T Rex patch, the the pterodactyl patch, the oh I love it. I, I think this is a great naming scheme. But with the Ankylosaurus patch, they have done a couple things that I think are really important. First of all, they're looking at the balance of the factions, and I mean there's a few other things. So I don't want to say that this is the only thing they did. A lot of things, uh, a lot of balance stuff, but. The, the two things that I think are really important are that they're looking at faction balance. They said there's going to be a large balance patch in the future, but right now they realize that the assembly are by far and away the most strong, and I'd, I'd agree with that. So they started to kind of nerf them a little bit in ways that make sense. So they've, they've taken some of the units, they've reduced some of their hit power, uh, some of their damage, stuff like that. So they've also done something that I thought was really important. They now have scaled colonizer cost. So for each colonizer you buy or purchase or build or whatever, the cost increases every time. So that's really going to help because I think for a long time, and this is something that I was complaining about for as long as I can remember, it felt like Planetfall was a land grab where you were basically trying, the only way you could do well, and hell, you could see it in one of my Let's Plays, but you had to expand quickly in order to do well. You could not... You couldn't not. <laughs> Double negative, but I don't care. Um, you couldn't just stand by and turtle up. You had to. You I think you to... need to throw another one in there. You could not not expand. Yeah, exactly. Perfect sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it it was just, it, it was a mandatory strategy and it didn't really feel great because I'm not someone who likes to, I like to move slowly. I also don't like colony spam. I just have never been yeah, that person. Me too. And I, yeah. And I think me you're too. with me too. So. Oh, yes. Uh, they have done a really good job of scaling it and making it so that the early land rush is is definitely not such a valid strategy anymore. So many other changes, lots of other changes. I would be here all day if I talked about them, but it does sound like they're going to rebalance the entire faction set here soon, or at least start looking at that very soon. And so, yeah, we're just really excited to see that that they're working hard on it. They're working really hard on it. Absolutely. And I, I agree with you about game of the year. It's if I were to come. Okay. So before I, I share that particular thought, I will say this. I'm 100% with you about 
the land grab and colony spam or city spam or however you want to call it. That was one of my favorite features that, okay, not even a favorite feature. That is one of the reasons why when Endless Legends drop, I was just blown away. And the fact that Planetfall takes that idea and further evolves it with the region. So like in Endless Legend, you can have... Let's say if you're playing on a continent, you could have every region has a city. But in Planetfall, you can't even do that. It's You have to have a perimeter around your city where you can't settle. So it's kind of like mechanics from a few different 4Xs that they take and they kind of integrate and, you know, they they grow it. And I like that. But you're, you're absolutely right. Like, you literally have to constantly be putting out, you know, taking over territory and putting up colonies because if you don't, you just lose the production game. You cannot play tall. So by them slowing it down, it's great. But still, I, I have a feeling it's not enough. And what I would like is I would like the feature that they had in Age of Wonders 3, which was you cannot found cities. You have to take over existing cities and then just balance the map around that to where you only have a limited amount of cities possible per landmass. And it forces you to fight with all the other factions. It forces you to interact with, you know, the miners or you know, however you want to call them, the independents, you know, the NPC factions. So to me, that would be, I haven't seen it. I haven't fired up Planetfall in a bit. I haven't fired up anything, but I'll talk about that later. But um, the last time I played it was maybe, maybe two weeks ago when we were planning to record the Audible extension for it. So I haven't seen what this has brought forward, but definitely I would love it if they did, you know, if they had some kind of uh, option, you know, a box you can check before you start your map as to how many, maybe you have a maximum of three cities or five cities or something. It's just, that's the one thing I don't like in 4X when you're forced to, it's a problem with Civ. If you are not constantly colonizing and if you don't spread your carpet of cities across the map, you, you even if you're, you're stronger, at some point you get overtaken and you get wiped out, you know? Yeah. So, and there's been uh, a, like a variety of ways to, to the, the many games have tried to offset that by, you know, creating, um, like, I, I know space two comes to mind first, you know, if you go over mm-hmm. a certain like colony threshold, then you start to see like a lot of malices, you know, yes. And, and yeah. stuff like that. Well, and, not just endless space, Stellaris too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Stellaris. And, you know, I, I I'm with you. I, I think they're. I'm not 100% against it because I feel like that should be a a strategy. I just don't think it yeah. should be the only strategy. Right. I agree. Like, that's where, like, for example, Endless Space or Endless Legend, that's where they shine with the faction asymmetry is where they have these particular groups that don't have more than one city. You know? They have one city or or they have maybe two or three and then the rest of it they do for production or other stuff that's like that's where planetfall in my opinion can head because like a lot of the other stuff they nailed it i mean triumph just you know you know put a nail in it here we need to do this bam done we need to do that bam done but it's these little things well they're not so little but you know on in the grander scheme of things little things that could make the game that much better. And I know, I mean, I know that they listen to our podcast. I know that we can't be the only ones talking about this. It's got to be, I'm sure lots of people are talking about all over the place. So, you know, we'll we'll have to kind of wait and see, right? Absolutely. And of course, we'll re-examine it at some point. So we'll be able to kind of take a look at see and look and see how all these balance changes and patches affected the game. So stay tuned. So our next news item is for Alliance of the Sacred Sun, Suns, and this is a grand strategy, like a legit grand strategy. This is, we've spoken about it before. We'll keep talking about it. It's basically a version of Crusader Kings 2 in space, or if we want to move away from that, there's a myriad amount of anime that cover this. So if you're into anime, you'll, you know, You'll be I, like, oh, yeah, I know what this is. I've heard you guys explain it like that. I think it's actually, in because I've played it, it has a lot more of Europa Universalis feel to it with some CK. So it's like, it's got a lot of the like deeper strategy of Europa Universalis. It had. 
yeah, had. Well, well it's this still update does. changes it. This update, no, no, it does. No, no, it doesn't take away, but this right. update is adding Definitely stuff adding that's, those, yeah. yeah, like for example, one of the things that they're adding are secrets and plots, right? Yeah as part of the intel system and then you have unique character plots you know you have uh an inquisitor system do you have that in europe universalis i don't think so no it does it's definitely taking a more crusader king's path now so. and it's and it's adding more events you have yeah. emperor assassination what would that do in europa universalis i'm not sure if it would have that big uh that big uh impact then you have threats salutations requests demands you have um what's another big one that they're doing uh story systems you see so it's moving it's been european results but now it's moving into more of the crusader kings 2 it's moving into more of the i keep saying crusader kings 2 it's different yeah, but no, it's it's got a it's certainly moving towards more of a character driven focus. I mean, what I'm trying to say is that there's still a lot of depth to empire management that Crusader oh, Kings yeah. 2 oh, doesn't yeah. have that yes. that Europa Universalis did. And where I think Alliance of the Sacred Sons is doing something very unique is that it's combining the two. Yes. It's doing a very good I, job. I agree with you hundred percent. And I'm I'm really stoked for it now. Between you and I, I have no idea if I'm going to get to play it anytime soon, but I shall address that at the end of the show. I'll keep kind of, you know, kicking the can down the road until we get to that part of the show, and then I can talk about it a little bit more. But yeah, that's definitely, it's very cool. It's very cool. So, all right, let's talk about Endless Space 2. What have you got for us for that? Well, so Amplitude Studios finally officially announced the new expansion, which is now called The Awakening. Big deal, right? So they actually talked a little bit about it and showed first a dev blog about how the academy is now going to be a major part of the game. So n no longer are they just this, you know, factory of heroes. They are basically like this minor faction that's out there expanding. They'll have multiple systems and they also give you quests basically in a way. So they come to you every few turns or every so many turns and they say, hey, we need this. We need something. And the goal is for, for you to do as much as you can to provide them with as much as they need or as much as you can of whatever it is they're asking for. So they might be asking for dust. They might be asking for a particular strategic resource. But at the end, when they're finally like, all right, we have enough, we've got enough, you get roles from the academy based on how much you've contributed. The first of which is called the Spear of Iander, which will give you the command of the Academy's fleet, which is usually very powerful. And then you have the Master of Dust, which allows you access to this giant stock of dust at that point. And then you have the Vault Keeper, which can pass laws, enforce laws on others. And then you have the Librarian, which allows you to see what the other enemy, your enemies are doing and what, what they're up to. So it's really cool. It's actually a really fun system. Or at least it looks fun, really. I can't really say too much about it. I have been playing it. Nate and I have both been playing it. But so mm, NDA. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So yeah, so each time you are confronted by the the academy, they're going to have something for you to do, and then in re in return, you're going to have to do as much as you can to to obtain one of those roles. So it's really important because uh, clearly, like being in command of a giant attack fleet would be very you know, advantageous to you, no matter what your goals were. So that's one part of it. And then the second part, the big part really, is the Nakalim, which are the new advanced race. So these guys are basically what we've, we've been referring to them as space Rome. And it's kind of funny because they look very Egyptian, which I think is a fantastic aesthetic for them because they, they're clearly alien, but they have this like weird... Egyptian aesthetic that that you know makes you kind of wonder if maybe <laughs> maybe the Egyptians were looking at these guys, uh, but anyways th they've been around for a long time and unfortunately they had a lot of their old tech gifted to them and provided for them so they they've forgotten how to research they've forgotten how to to look uh, you know beyond what they have so they start off with the first two rings of the tech tree completely researched but. Their ability to research is cut in half. So everything they do, everything, all the buildings they have and their systems, all that's cut in half. All their research capabilities are cut in half. So you really have to overcome that. It's 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 pretty powerful. But 
So you'll also have things called relics, which mm -hmm. you'll have to collect and study them to recover their lost knowledge. But you can use them to assign to their heroes, uh, to your heroes and to your empire for various bonuses as well. So I know there's, there's just a lot of cool things. Of course, with any Amplitude Studios expansion, they introduce a race that, you know, provides very asymmetric gameplay. And in this case, it's the same way. So their focus is on these relics and overcoming their inability to, to research. But like I said, they start off well ahead of everyone else. You know, all those technology topics are all researched from the, from the first two rings. So they have a pretty strong start. They just, they start to spindle out sort of like the Romans do. So mm. Mm. really cool stuff. Yeah. Really exciting. They're like a fallen empire, but not quite as advanced as somebody who is, you know, like way ahead of you, but just a few, like somebody who's been around for maybe, I don't know, 500 years or a thousand years, right? Right. Yeah. Or maybe they just have let themselves sort of decadence for so long. Decadence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That they just, they allowed all these other races to catch up. So, I mean, mm -hmm. they're not far away from all these other races, but they are more advanced. So uh, it's, it's a really cool concept and I cannot wait to tell you more about it. Mm. And hopefully that'll be soon. I can imagine they would be a terror on a small multiplayer map. Oh, wait, we don't play multi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, no, they would. I think there's, there's clearly there's some balance to be had. To, because, well, mm -hmm. you know, if you are playing on a small map and they're capable of building, you know, some very ridiculously powerful fleets very quickly, um, mm -hmm. you, you would need to figure out ways to offset that. So, I mean, they could be powerful. They, they just... I do like what they've done to make them more manageable with the research offset. But yeah, I, I'd imagine that there's probably some multiplayer balancing to be had. I, I don't know what it is and hopefully they'll figure it out, but I don't care because I don't do it. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, moving on to our next game, we have a PAX Nova update. Just as a quick reminder, this game is an early access and they are taking feedback, and it's phenomenal because they're not only are they taking feedback, but they're actually making changes based on this feedback. And this is not something that we see all that often. A lot of times, as beta testers or people that adopt into early access programs, you know, we put in the time, we put together lists and suggestions, and we send it all back. And then, you know, the developers like, that's great. And then they proceed to ignore us completely. And then later be surprised that the community is unhappy. They're like, oh, we don't get it. Why did this happen? I could name a few games. I can name a few big titles that did stuff like this. And it's very disheartening to those that participate in these sessions because it makes us feel like and i know i know you do a lot of beta testing and i when i had time i would participate and it's just it's it's disheartening so anyways i'm not gonna go over all that because it's just it's it's fixes if you really want to look at it you can look at our notes or you can just watch some of your videos because you happen to mention quite a few issues that you came up with during your playthrough your ongoing let's play and I think a few of those are being addressed in there. So yeah. it was actually really good, super good to see that the recent change log actually has some fixes to the particular issues that I ran into during my Let's Play. So I'm, I, I don't know if they came from my Let's Play or if they already knew about it, but I do know that one of the developer, I'm sorry, one of the iceberg representatives from the Discord channel that I posted this to came back and said that he made an, a list of things that he saw that they were going to pass on to the developer. So I'm hoping that I actually had some sort of contribution because I, I see four or five things here that are exactly issues that I had. So great. Mm. Super good to see. Really good to see. Exactly. And if you listener would like to know what we're talking about, link is in the notes. So check it out. Now I have a l last minute addition I would like to make. And this is that Thea two just posted a patch and I could not find change notes or anything at the time of recording, but within the game itself, they have a link that they've had for a long time where you can click on it to see what the latest version is. And basically in there, it's the same thing they're talking about. Uh, they're working on a big update that's based on community feedback and stuff that the players have been asking for. But in the meantime, here's a bunch of fixes, corrections, you know, a couple of quests that might not be working as intended and things like that. So that, you know, if by the time that we release the show, 
we have something that uh, Muha put up, we'll link it. If not, then, and you have tier two, you should just, you know, when you fire up a game, look under the little, it's on the bottom right, there's a little thing that says patch notes, there'll be a green, there'll be a green exclamation point, like, bam, check me out, or something new in here. So, something to check out. And that's it for the main set of news items. And this week, for the what is game, we're going to talk about something called Age of Grit. Now, this is a very interesting game because, first of all, it's an early access. So, we've got to say that. it. Um, well, you know what? I think by the time you hear this, the game is going to be out of early access. <laughs> so, or just about... Let me see today's date. Yeah, it'll be. I think it'll be either coming out right before you hear this or right after you hear this. Early access shall be ending. This no, game it'll be coming into early access. So it won't even be ending. Oh. It'll just be starting. Okay, good, good. I'm glad. I hope. Anyways, with Steam, who knows? <laughs> you know, Steam says one thing and it's something else, and then whatever. It's well, Steam. I, you know, it's okay. So let's talk about this game because I actually I had no idea about it. I don't know where you found this, but I like it. It looks awesome. Tell tell the world this is amazing. It's, it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, the basic premise yeah. is that you're in a steampunk airship and you're traveling in a in a Wild West-inspired world. That's That sounds post-apocalyptic. awesome. Post-apocalyptic. It looks like it's a post-apocalyptic steampunk. It's got a lot of, oh my God, does it have personality? Yeah, this looks amazing. And I think it kind of has like an FTL look, like a feel to it, but it's it's clearly its own thing. I, I like it. I, I definitely will be wishlisting it and watching it. I, I don't know if it has the same type of... Uh, crew management as FTL. Yeah, that, so, I, hope, I, I mean, I hope I hope it's not as brutal because I really I, I could like FTL if it wasn't so damn brutal. Yeah, it feels a little bit more like Sunless Sea, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I think that's a good. It, it, that's a, that's actually a really good analogy because I think it has a similar. It looks like it could be very similar to that, like a, an overarching world map. But mm-hmm. you have like certain destinations you can go to, and clearly there'll be like quests or something. Yep. Uh, but you're doing all that while traveling in a, an airship, which sounds pretty yep. cool. A steampunk post-apocalyptic airship, and it's got a kind of a unique art style. This is an indie game. Don't expect to have you know amplitude or triumph or paradox level or Firaxis or any of the other like triple A type games or double A studios. Don't expect those kind of graphics, but it's okay. You know, this game has its has definitely its charm to it. So maybe not post about maybe Western steampunk. Yeah. With flying ships. Yeah. yeah, it looks <laughs> like I said, it looks pretty awesome. So I'm gonna definitely keep it keep it close eye on it. We should keep an eye on it. And it right, we will. And it's a turn based tactical CRPG. So yeah, you have those, a lot of yeah. Those words sound like like awesomeness to me. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, now the next news item. It's it's interesting. So this is kind of a what what is, but not really. Do you remember the company called Microprose? Uh, yeah. Who doesn't? Those are some of the best games ever developed or published well, by Microprose or developed. Even, well, I think developed. Th- those that don't know. Civilization 1 and 2. This is the company that uh, was founded to make this and other games. They had all the F, like the F-15, F-14 strike. These are all the games from the 80s. They had uh, various Grand Prix games. They had all kinds of... Uh, I believe they also did... Wow, I did not realize that they did Magic the Gathering also in the 90s. Did Mech Commander and they Master did Magic, Master, Master of Ryan. Magic. Yeah, Master of Magic, Master of Ryan. Those are the two so biggest ones for me. This is the company, Roller Coaster Tycoon, various other Sid Meier's games, Star Trek games. So basically, there was a Every bit good of new, game of the 90s. Yeah, every good game and the 80s, 80s and 90s. Yeah, right, So right, right. there was, um, and it published XCOM. So anyways, so um, apparently there was a little, little pop-up that came up and I saw it. I'm not sure exactly where I saw it, whether it was on Twitter or somebody brought it to my attention, but on a website, Game Watcher, they're talking about Microprose returning. It's just a little tease about something called Warbirds 2020, and they they were very big into military sims, tanks, planes, ships, various, you know, combinations and whatnot. And uh, they're just, all they're saying is Warbird 2020, we don't know much more. But it is very interesting. I will definitely be keeping an eye on this. And I will try reaching out to some people that I know just to get like a behind 
closed doors type of info. Nothing that I will share here because they'll probably make me swear up and down not to say one word. <laughs> oh God, please! I would I would be so happy if Microprose somehow wrestled the Master of Ryan license away from more gaming. Imagine it wouldn't that. just it's be like, Master of Ryan; <laughs> it would be Civ too. Oh yeah, I mean you couldn't do that, but I would just. Because I know that Fraxis owns that, but if no. Microprose could steal, because clearly Wargaming, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe Wargaming is doing something with the Master of Ryan license. No, Wargaming is done with it. Yeah, so it would be perfect for it to like come full circle back to Microprose. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm getting, I'm, imagine, I'm getting way ahead of myself, but it would be awesome. Imagine if Microprose was actually a side project of Sid. That he's like firing <laughs> up the old right. brand, and he's trying, and he gets. He gets Master of Orion back, and then he uses the engine from Sid Meier's Starships for the tactical combat and just, like, improves on it. Oh. Yeah, no, it would, it's just wild to oh. see Micropose back into the game. I mean, I know that they're they're only hinting at stuff now, and they're talking about a Warbirds, which I imagine is some sort of... It looks like it's a helicopter simula- simulation, but, yep. you know, it, just having Micropose back in the game is huge. I, I, I didn't even realize that they'd never gone under, but now I'm reading it, and it sounds like... They were just sort of on hiatus, which is insane to me. I can't believe that. Well, they're but, back now. Yeah. So, I, oh, man, God. The, the the possibilities. I know that I don't want to get too excited because I know that they're probably not into Forex games. Too late. Geez. Too yeah, late. I know, I know. It's just, uh, Micropose, th- that logo was on every good game that I played in the 90s, man. I'm telling My- you, like, XCOM was a huge one. XCOM, Terror of the Deep. Um, and, again, My- Master of Ryan and, and Master of Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, there was so many more games too. Civ, I, Civ, Civ, right? Yeah, the Civ games, and then I did play a lot of those simulation games because I mean, like yep. F fifteen Fighting Falcon was one of the best simulators back then, and that was a Microprose game. And oh wow, it's just it's good to see their name again. I'm I'm hoping that there's more to it. Exactly. There you go. So, all right, let's talk about our fifth anniversary. I think you should cover this because you're the one who's been handling all this, all the celebration so let's talk well happy birthday to us happy birthday uh, yeah i mean officially yesterday uh the 5th of september was five years for us which is insane to me i just i cannot believe that i mean we we had our fifth anniversary show on the podcast uh, last mm-hmm. week and we talked about just the craziness that that we've made it this long but to basically do our best at celebrating the momentous occasion i've reached out to nearly every forex publisher that i could <laughs> do i could get a hold of um, and a few and, others that haven't responded <laughs> right well and uh yeah that's that's unfortunately the truth is that there were a bunch that never got back to me but it is what it is we have a really great relationship with iceberg and amplitude and stardock and all three of them came back to me with some keys to kind of throw into the mix and and to celebrate with so we've given away already we've given away a lot of games from Iceberg, and well, actually, by the time you read this or hear this, unfortunately, it's going to be all over. But uh, we did give away a lot of Iceberg games, including Pax Nova, which we talked about earlier, uh, Stars and Shadow, and then now we're we're currently we're giving away Amplitude games. So we have Endless Space Two Deluxe Editions, mm. and we're fortunate enough to be offering all the expansions, including the brand new one, The Awakening, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and- this throughout the weekend, I'm also be giving away Galactic Civilizations three complete packages. Nice. So the keys will have all the expansions and stuff like that. So and I mean, this is going to be kind of late by the time people hear it, but Endless Space Two is having another free weekend, so people are getting to check it out. And they have recently had the community balance patch and everything. So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's really cool. I I kind of want to do a, a small not an aside, but a bit of a tiny little rant. For many, many years, while you were fully involved, we had this issue. When you stepped back and it was me and the other guys kind of stepped up. And now that you're back, we still have this issue. (laughs) People don't claim their prizes. I don't get it. Like, you know, when you win the lottery, right, the the organization running the lottery is not chasing you down. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, you won the lotto. Come claim your prize. You know, nobody's chasing the winners down. And guys, gals, whoever won, pay attention. Go claim your prize because at some point we're gonna grab a runner-up. And if they don't, they don't claim it. We'll just we'll we'll give it to the community members that we know will win it. Because hey, hey guys, we got a prize for you. Yes, I'll take it. There you go. You know, it's it's it drives me nuts when we gotta chase winners down, and then later they're like, oh man, I was on vacation. 
I was away. And it's like, okay, fair enough. Sorry. You know, I understand. But yeah. Right, right. Am I right? Am I right? 100%. I actually, in my post, I said to bookmark the page and come back in a couple of days. I'd said even when it was happening so they could come back on, I think uh, it was initially uh, Friday at noon and then now it's going to be, or no, sorry, Thursday at noon and now it's going to be Saturday at noon. And I was like, yeah, bookmark the page, come back in a couple of days and check to see if you've won. And I have not not necessarily tracked people down, but I've seen them in our Discord. I'm like, hey, have you checked the site? And they're like, oh my God, I won. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you could check the site after you win. You know, like, go go back, please. God, I've been telling that to everyone that will listen. And you, I know you have. I've, I've been listening to Wex ever since mm-hmm. I left. And yeah, it's it's insane to me that people don't come back to check because I'm not going to, you're right. I'm, I don't have the time to, to chase people down. And and what I plan to do is to wait a couple more days and then I'll start giving them away in the Discord. Yeah, so. it's not that we're jerks. We're not jerks. If, if you entered and you won, we want you to take the key. We don't. We don't gain anything by keeping the key. We, this is something that like sometimes people don't believe us. And and this was my experience. They're like, why are you giving stuff away? What's in it for you? Nothing is in it for us. We're, it's a thank you. It is an opportunity to showcase a game. It is a chance for somebody to get something for free, enjoy it and go about and say, Hey man, this was good. No, it wasn't so good. But the point is, is that, you don't have to pay for it. So go claim your prize. But right. again, they'll hear this on Wednesday, so it's not going to help. <laughs> it's too late, right? So maybe for the next one. Yeah, and it's funny too. I I, I have gotten more. I'd say feedback. I'm not going to say complaints. I've gotten more feedback this time around that we're like doing this as some sort of like promotional thing. And, and in a way it is like, of course, everything is like we're trying to promote our site, but we go, we don't gain anything from this site. Like, right. This is all something that we do because we enjoy it. We do get some money from the Patreon, yeah. which is great because it helps us do things that we wouldn't normally be able to do. And it helps us keep on track of things. And yep. now we're giving back to the community in ways too. But it's not, that's not about, it's not what it's about. It's about giving back to you guys. It's about giving back to the community and showing that we, you know, I mean, even for the publishers that are, have agreed to do this with us, it's about showing that, that we appreciate the community. Yeah, it's yeah. not about, you know, yeah. free and, advertising and, or whatever. And here's the thing. We, we never trade scores or reviews for keys. We don't make a promise. Oh, we'll give you a good score if you hook us up with keys. We've never done it. We will never do that. Anybody that comes to us and offers that to us, we will politely decline. We'll be like, yeah, we're not covering that because that's <laughs> yeah. not how we do things. Yeah. And, you know, and to, and to for, uh, further iterate on that, it, it, I think, I mean, personally, I know I've been very critical of some of Iceberg's games. Uh, I've actually been very critical of Pax Nova up until recently, and I've started to see some of the light at the end of the tunnel, which I'm, I'm very excited about. And when we went to to Iceberg, they they've always been very appreciative of the fact that we're very honest and we're we're you know we're not we're not brutal. We're just you know we're we're critically thinking about some of the aspects of the game that could have used yep. some help. And yep. we've always done that with Iceberg games. So if that were the case, we would be you know we would have said Donovan Drama was the best game ever, <laughs> and it's not. So I mean, Lords of the Black Sun. Yeah, or that too. So it's like, you know, we come back, we don't, we're not, we're not getting these keys because we're, you know, scratching their back or anything like that. We're getting these because, you know, we, we have an agreement that we're both going to, you know, give back to the community and that's, yep. that's it. That's the extent of it. So. And, the, and the best part is we don't hide it. We don't, we're not coy about it. Um, anything actually our <laughs> so-called finances, our expenditures are open for the community to see. Right. Yeah. We don't hide how much money we get from Patreon. We don't. If somebody, I've had people contact me in the past. They're like, "Oh, you're making so much money from this," and I'm just like, "Are you kidding me?" The amount of effort that all of us have to put in, all the time editing, formatting, recording, or writing, uploading. Granted, under my watch, it got a little crazy, but that's only because we didn't have time to play the game. So it's like we would be doing stuff in our free time. And in your free time, five minutes here, 10 minutes there, it's much easier to edit something than it is to sit down and try to play for five hours. Right, yeah. So having said that, all that stuff is open. And we never hit it. It wasn't like, oh, we were secretly buying supercars in the background <laughs> because our Patreon is making you know $50,000 a month. Right. Yeah. It you know, nice. if, it would be nice. Sure thing. And we and it would be open. We wouldn't hide it. We never hid yeah, it. We I never. I would quit my job. <laughs> well, that's you know what, Rob. I'll tell you this. 
if we get to $50,000 a month, you're welcome to keep most of it. Just kick a couple of grand <laughs> a month each to some of the guys for the time they were here, kind of like a severance package. You know, hey, you, yeah. were, you were with the company for so many years. Right. You get this per little, month. Little parachute. Yeah, yeah a little, little golden parachute or something like that. A little green parachute, I, I suppose, plastic <laughs> parachute. But anyways, you know what I'm getting at. So we, we never hit it. We, we're fully transparent about the stuff. And yeah. I, I can't say that enough. We really, we 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 are massive fans of the genre, Absolutely. and a few yeah. other genres, and that's why we do this. Because when you and I, when we we talked about this on the podcast for the fifth anniversary, is that we were just sitting there and we were just gnashing our teeth. Man, where are you getting your news from? Nowhere. Where are you getting your news from? Well, there's this side. Yeah, they're good. What about this side? Yeah, they're good. What about this? What about that? That's around the time the rock paper shotgun started really going downhill. Because yeah. they used to be really good. And yeah. then something happened. They sold out. Not in a bad way. Hey, they do what they had to do. It's just, we're like, hey, what if we mess around and we try something different? So here we are five years later. Hip hip hooray, right? <laughs> exactly. Yay. Uh, so right, anyways, I know that I, I, I have a feeling I know the answer to this question, but I'm asking anyway. Yes. What, what have you been playing? Nothing. Wow. I, I knew it. I posted something on Twitter a few days ago. I posted two things on Twitter on my personal account. One thing I posted asking about something to do with cars, which like only Troy responded. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, okay, no, no, not in a bad way. I mean, like only he responded. I was hoping somebody else would also get a conversation going. And then the second thing I posted, I think was earlier today talking about, have you ever felt like almost like an infomercial, you know? So, yeah, like my life has been alternating between feeling like a hamster stuck in a wheel and being some kind of a circus clown on a <laughs> tightrope, on a unicycle, juggling chainsaws and spinning plates and hand grenades. And like, God forbid, you know, if I just lose my balance for a second, it's all going to come crashing down. And between those two states, it's very difficult to like, sit down and unwind and like if i'm if i sit down and i like try to play something and even if a little if it doesn't go my way a little bit it stresses me out you know it makes me like like everything is wrong in my life why <laughs> must it be this way so i just i'm not gaming right now nothing i can't i can't even nothing like i fire something up and like two minutes in i'm like i can't do this, this feels like work so yeah, I've been watching Fast and Furious, which is, by the way, why I asked about the cars. I bought a yeah, box set nice. of all you. the Fast and Furious movies, and I've been going through them. And guilty pleasure, I love those movies. Yeah, I know no, they're no. dumb. I know they they're are dumb. dumb, but they're fun. They're <laughs> so much fun. They're such fun movies. And the lines, the one-liners, I miss the, like, the 80s action movies, you know? That's what this is. This is like a throwback to that. Absolutely, yeah. So... Yeah. But that's it. That's what I've been doing. How about you? What have you been playing? I've had a little more time than I normally would. So I've mm -hmm. actually, I've, I've divin, I've divin. <laughs> What's <laughs> I've, You've been div divining? <laughs> yeah. I dove back into Age of Wonders Planetfall uh, to check out some of the updates. I, I've mm -hmm. got a really good Kirko game going right now. So I'm, mm. I'm enjoying that. I've never actually, so there's six factions and there's two factions I've never played mm -hmm. ever. Like I've never even tried them. The, the Amazon. Oh, really? The Syndicate and the Amazons. I've never played a single game. So that's that's on my list now. So the I'm Amazons are my favorite faction, but I've never played them. I've never played as the Amazons. I cannot believe I haven't because dinosaurs with laser beams are amazing. Right. I have not played them and I haven't played the Syndicate. So I plan on making those my next two games. And I also have played Endless Space 2, The Awakening, um, mm -hmm. as part of the VIP program. Mm -hmm. So I've been helping them test that and enjoying that, but I won't say many more. Mm -hmm. And Clearly, I've been playing some Pax Nova, making videos of that. I have another mm -hmm. video going up in another couple of days. You'll, you'll have seen it by now. Episode mm -hmm. three. I really think Pax Nova could be something pretty special. I think it's an underdog right now. I am blown away by how well Grey Wolf is responding. I feel like they're finally hitting their stride with this one, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, I, so I've been following your videos, and one of the things that I'd want to see, I mean, I have a key too, but I just don't have time to play. Right. One, one of the things I want to see is I want to see how space combat and the gameplay in orbit or in system or in space is different than it was for Dawn of Andromeda. Yes, you wait. Because it's coming. Oh, I I believe you. Because that was like 
in Dawn of Andromeda, there was so much cool stuff that they did, but they never hit it. You know, they they kind of they kind of scratched the surface in a few things, but they didn't catch it. And like like I, I like the small scale of Dawn of Andromeda because not every game can have massive giant fleets of thousands of ships, you know. Sometimes it really is on a small scale, but just that, like Donovan Andromeda, the scale was too small and everything was way too expensive, which is probably how it would be, <laughs> realistically speaking. Yeah. But, you know, I, if I want a reality, I wouldn't play these kind of games. I, <laughs> right. I just work more. Yeah, exactly. I'll just, yeah, I'll go to my life. But yeah, so the, in the final game, I have been playing Humankind, which I know everybody's probably really jealous about, but um, you can just get on with Amplitude Studios and and participate in their their forums and make the, make it pretty clear that you you are as passionate as we are about forex yeah. games and they bring in people like us all the time. Yeah, we'll but put yeah, in a good word for you. Yeah, and we I've been playing Humankind as part of their beta testing their VIP program and I've, I will, I've will played it too. Not recently, not the last couple of weeks, but I have played it too, and I'm very much liking what I see. There's yeah. a few things that need improvement, but it's just. I can't say anything. Yeah. Like any game. Like any game. There's <laughs> nothing out there that doesn't need improvement. Even my favorite games need improvement. Right. And they have time because they don't have uh, their, their release window is 2020. And that could be a year from now. That could be seven months from now. Who knows? So, And, uh, and I'm not saying this is a VIP or anything. I'm saying this as somebody who is an Amplitude fan, but I'm looking at May. Yeah, May. Wow. Okay. All right. Like I, I'm, I, I'll be surprised if it's the first half but i'll see like mm, I, or, or or august like when they because may they did endless space and oh yeah, yeah august they did endless legend so endless space one i think was in june or july was it it june? was yeah it was it the was, beginning of summer yeah yeah so it was either end of may or beginning of june so let's just say from may to august so like end of spring <laughs> to the middle of summer next year I got Space January time. to December, somewhere somewhere in that time frame. Dude, you're missing. <laughs> you, you're not broad enough, man. In the next millennium, for sure, it's going to For drop. sure, sometime for sure. in the next decade, for right. sure. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> century, century. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, yeah, so that's that's all I've been playing. And I, I can't wait to talk more about what I can. Um, and I'm hoping that that eventually the the you know, the curtains can be peeled back a little bit and I can start to tell you. More oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, so that's all I've got. I mean, it's a lot. It was, it's been a really fun week for me. I actually was home by myself for two days. So I played a lot of games. What? Yep. I, my, my I, family was all at the beach and I was un, unfortunately quote unquote left at home to, <laughs> uh, to play a lot of games. And I did. You, you were left at home to suffer in misery. Boy, it was oh, such God, miserable was so suffering. Rough, it was awful. <laughs> it's the worst ever. Yeah. I, no, that's, I, I, that's definitely I, the story I gave. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, when my wife and kids are out, even for the day, I miss them. So, yeah, no, I miss them. I just had a lot of fun playing games. <laughs> Not that much, right? Right. right exactly. <laughs> So, all right, well, let's wrap this up. So I just want to, as usual, first of all, big thank you to our community. Thank you to our patrons for supporting us because really cannot say this enough. You are the backbone of Exploraminate because without your support, we just, we wouldn't be able to do this. And a huge thank you to all the pub developers and publishers, you know, the for the big shout outs that hooked us up with keys. Amplitude, Iceberg, Stardock. Um, who am I missing? No, that's it. Uh, no, Slytherin, because we also have Fantasy General. Oh, right. Yep. Sorry. Oh, man. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, Slytherin for, for doing their thing. Thank you. And and by the way, just to throw this quick out there, Fantasy General 2 is fantasy. So. Oh, absolutely. I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's very difficult at times. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm my God. The campaign is brutal. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, brutal. You know what? Next episode, I'll talk more about this because it probably could have actually dealt with its own little... Uh, it, yeah. Well, first of all, it came out, so that's a news item that we missed, but that's fine. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it really is. There's, I, I've gotten through the first five or six missions, and there's a mission that I'm on right now where I'm getting attacked like literally from every side and every yeah. angle. Oh, and I'm having a I know really the, hard time overcoming. I know the mission. You can beat it, but you're gonna lose units. Yeah, no, I, I, I finally did. It was, it was absolutely brutal. 
And I just really like it. It was I, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was it made me think. It made me consider what I need to do. It made me consider mm-hmm. which units were expendable. And uh, I, I yeah, definitely thumbs up. We'll have a full review at some point, no doubt. Yep. So yeah, sorry. That's kind of another late bit of news got put in there. But um, yeah. So just again, thank you for the support. Thank you for the love because we're definitely feeling it. Thank you for the feedback because that's awesome. And um, uh, yeah, just expect more. There's more coming down the line in the near future and distant future. So stay tuned. Absolutely. And I, I'll like you echo your sentiments. Thank you, everybody. Special thank you to the publishers that worked with us this week. So thank you again to Amplitude Studios, Iceberg Interactive, and Stardock and Slytherin. So thank you guys all for what you've done and for supporting our site. And thank you all audience for supporting us as long as you have it wouldn't be we wouldn't be anywhere without you guys so absolutely yeah and then expect me on this this show more often that's what i'm talking about yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so and then yeah let's let's talk about that real quick so troy is still part of Explorminate. it's just he's stepping back to handle his other stuff so from time to time when you can't participate because you know your work schedule he'll be able to fill in or maybe even for me though apparently i've never really taken a vacation in five years though i do take vacations i just record on my vacation so i, don't I know, know you're insane maybe, it's, it's amazing maybe, yeah. really honestly yeah uh, slow clap <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> slow thank you <laughs> yeah no that's the case is that moving forward i'll be doing most of them again it'll be nate and i uh, reunited, but when either of us can't make it, it'll be Troy to step in and we'll definitely, we'll have the special guests from here, here and there mm-hmm. so from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I still have one of Troy's pieces that will be going up sooner Excellent. rather than later. So Awesome. Good stuff. Well, thanks for having me, Nate. Glad to be back. Thank you for joining me. This was Robin Nate for Exploring. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye.